0: This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi,
1: I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors.
0: Hey, this is Nick Burton from Bow
1: Hey, this is Melissa Buckman.
0: Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bowhunter. Working, bow Working Class Bow Hunter podcast.
3: So we've got another very special episode here of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are in beautiful, scenic, up north Central Wisconsin. Dude, we are at HHA headquarters. This is where it all began, and this is where it's all going down. I am Steve in the warehouse <laughs> or the factory room. Here is Kurt, Eric, Mark, Reif, and Scott Bakken. What's going on, fellas? Not
1: much. Yo. You're good at the intro. <laughs> you oh, are. Yes. You just really pepped up you sh- there. The you last should almost two be like
4: a TV show host, like a game show host.
1: You, yeah. c- you could. You could probably pull something off like that. Like, you- he's not that good looking, though. Yeah,
4: I'm not that good looking. So but good I mean, word. makeup. I mean, enough makeup. <laughs> oh, and yeah. Yeah. work. yeah, yeah exactly. In plastic fast. surgery. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you get rid of the beard and put him in a suit. Like I don't know. Yeah, and you something. could have you like, a, of, like of, a Drew of, Carey effect or something. Get rid
1: of Jim or Drew Carey on the prices. Yeah. You should have seen him like a month ago. Oh boy,
3: yeah, it was rough. I've always
1: rough.
5: Steve's always had like I see he's being like a radio DJ, like on like just any radio station. And you do anywhere. have the radio voice. Uh, that's
3: what everybody says, and I'm like, yeah. I, I, you it's know, a face for radio. Yeah, face for radio. <laughs> 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 that's,
5: that's awesome. Funny. That's fun. Yeah, so yeah, we're in the heart of HHA. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool, nice and humble and comforting. And uh, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I feel I like mean, I'm sitting in my basement at my house. You know. It actually yeah, awesome. it does awesome. feel
5: that way. Yeah. Um, beautiful country out here, and uh,
4: there's actually snowing out too. So, is it going now? No, we're, we're you're I mean, getting oh, yeah.
1: pounded at home right now.
4: Yeah, we're supposed to, which will be just in time for the Packer game tomorrow. So, awesome. just in time
1: for us to drive home. Yep. Yeah, okay. it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. We,
3: um, yeah, there's a uh, right outside the door uh, window here. Door, I mean, there's a uh, sleeping bears out there. I mean, they got wolves <laughs> up here. I mean, you know, it's it's that, crazy, that just dude. blows
1: yeah. his mind, doesn't it? Yeah, you?
3: my mind is blown because he. <laughs> You know, there's a guy when we were up here. Uh, we've met some very fantastic people um, up here in in Wisconsin Rapids. And this guy's like, "Man, I almost hit this guy!" And like, he shows me his picture. I go, "That's a funny looking coyote." Oh no! How did you almost hit that? I'm like, were, were, "Were you in Canada or something?" He goes, "No, this is like yesterday." That here. Would total a
1: total car?
4: A and, wolf yeah, I don't know how yeah, big they sure. get. Um, I mean, average, they're probably. I mean, 80 to 100 pounds just depends, but I mean, like, I mean, like that's
1: nothing. Well, I mean,
4: it really, I mean, they're not much bigger than a coyote. They're just longer. So they have like longer legs and stuff. But I mean, if you get some of the ones that come down from Canada, I mean, like, or even like the ones in Idaho, I mean, now you're talking like 150, 180. That's a monstrous, monstrous. That's a big dog. Yeah. I mean, like when I was in Idaho this year, like some of the. Wolf tracks I saw were like legitimately about the size of your palm. That's really, crazy. and there were some big, big. It amazes me they get, get
1: that
5: big.
4: Oh, they're huge. Wow. Yeah, and brutal you know, too. It, and, and it's weird too because I mean, like you hear a wolf howl here in Wisconsin. I mean, it sounds like you know you watch like TV or like, like the Disney Channel stuff, movie. and like it sounds like a wolf howl. Right. But like the Canadian ones are the ones out in Idaho. I mean, it's it's eerie as crap. Is it
5: way oh. different than a coyote howl? Oh yeah, never heard one in yeah, the life. It's, it's, well, a, coyote, you know, a
4: coyote, it's like it has like yippie, a cadence
1: to it. A yippy and uh.
4: A uh, wolf howl is, um, I mean, again, like the ones in Wisconsin, like it's an actual howl, mm-hmm. like these ones that we were hearing out in Idaho. I mean, it was like, I mean, it sounded like, I don't know. It was like a mix between Bigfoot screaming and like a wolf howl. It was really, I mean, but, not that I've ever heard Bigfoot Yeah, I was about to say, this guy doesn't think <laughs> like what Bigfoot sounds like. There was a time in my life where I was considering becoming a Bigfoot hunter, but mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, he just he didn't pursue that. No, I the mean, population's
4: down. That's why. Yeah, you yeah, know. exactly. <laughs> and you know, I mean, Bigfoot lives matter. So
3: exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah well, a Bigfoot hunter or uh, you know someone who studies a uh, global climate change, eh, you know, same science. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> just saying, no, yeah.
1: everyone just had a blank face on.
3: <laughs> hey, there, there's more photos of Bigfoot than the ice caps melting. I'm just saying, but uh, let's, <laughs> let's stay on point. Oh,
1: um, you're <laughs> bringing yourself back for once.
3: Scott, you're going to, you're going to tell me you don't uh, think the earth is flat. It is flat. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad we're
1: all on the same page. We're all on the same boat here.
5: Um, this is the third episode you've been on, Scott. I don't know why you continue to deal with us. We're just here, so we—I uh, I just don't know. I don't know, but thank you. I He's very that. polite. I don't know why
4: you guys keep coming back. To be honest, hey. like, <laughs> I don't know if you guys are just hard up for the, like a guest, like somebody to talk to. You. Yeah, no, we're desperate, I mean, man. Like, no, we've got most, plenty of people. You're the most beautiful man we could find. <laughs> yeah, so just like, yeah uh, that's about. I mean, I don't even think I have that going for me, but I mean, yeah, that's that's about all. Ever I have. since
1: you did that video of you eating the leftovers in the tree stand, Steve. You're his idol now. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> Someone else brings styrofoam food up in the yeah, man. that's what happens. I mean, I when you when
4: you have a, a season that's a grind like that, man, you gotta. I mean, what's the point of trying to be discreet? You, I mean, if you're not gonna see anything, you might as well enjoy your time right, and right? stand and Just be comfortable. Just that was it. actually really funny because uh, that day we were doing a photo shoot for uh, our catalog, and uh, so Josh, our, our social media and photography guy. We were out to lunch and uh, I was just like beat and it was a long day and I had gotten this uh, Bronco BLT. It's the, if you like BLTs, it's
3: like literally the. Bomb. You they have, have
4: my attention. They have baked uh, jalapeno infused bacon.
1: No,
3: really, it is the. Bomb. All right, guys, we got to end this podcast prematurely. Actually, we got that's something.
4: that's the- where we're we're going to dinner there tonight. Oh, oh awesome! Yeah. Nice. Nice. But anyways, yeah. So I had the sandwich and I'm like, God, I'm full. I'm like, Well, I ain't gonna waste them perfectly good half of a sandwich right. Gotta take it with so we were walking this out. is why we
3: bring you back yeah exactly
4: <laughs> and uh we were walking out to my truck and J- josh is like you ready for another afternoon i'm like dude we yeah. should totally just do a video because i like at that i forget like this year it seemed like one of the big social media crazes was like what do you bring to the stand you know for right. snacks and stuff and yep. everybody's like oh i bring pop tarts and crap like that and I'm like well I bring sandwiches and I'm like <laughs> we should totally do this video and, and it was like it was actually a lot of fun because like obviously I had a mic hooked up and uh-huh. I was worried because like this this place they're they make their own homemade chips and they're like super loud oh my god but they're <laughs> amazing and like I'm not like I very rarely eat chips like uh-huh. I don't eat chips but their chips I mean it's worth breaking your diet for them so oh, oh, I was all worried don't I know it. in the styrofoam, styrofoam box right. I'm like god I hope they're crunchy <laughs> So, Josh, you know, I had to wire this mic and Josh was wearing his, you know, his headphones and he's like, all right, go for it. You know, and first of all, I mean, trying to get like the angle because where that stand was and it actually was one of my favorite stands. And I'm pretty sure like it's no longer it's going to be now, in. Yeah. now because like it <laughs> got blown up. Yeah. And. But uh, so I go and bite into this chip and I like try to like make it really, really loud. And as soon as I bit into it, you see Josh kind of, like, flinch because it, it was so loud, loud in his, his headphones. Right. And oh, then, uh, and, like, I didn't even know. It was just kind of an improv thing because it's like, if this works, it's going to be really funny. But if it doesn't, who cares? Right. And then, like, I like I tried to take, like, the biggest bite that I could.
1: Well, so, like, I actually,
4: the toast was, like, really, like, toasted. It's so, like I cut the crap out of my mouth on the toast. <laughs> and then I, I forget if it was a piece of lettuce or what, but, like, I legitimately was, like, almost about to choke. Choke on it. <laughs> so I'm, like, trying to chew really quick. And then, like, you can oh, see... like man. I don't think you can see in the video, but there was, like, turkey, like, falling out of my mouth and, like, had this big glob of, like, mayo on my beard <laughs> and stuff. Funny, like, yeah. it was... It was... I, I think it was, like... It was more funny, actually, shooting video than it actually, like, came right. out, but it was... Yeah, that... I love that, man. Tree I, stand
1: and stuff, though, like, you always try and be super quiet, but you think you're making so much noise. They, like, the pu- littlest moon you're like...
4: Yeah. <laughs> but it's even, like, I mean I feel like if I can hear myself like chewing in the stand, I'm like, God, that's just scary. Every deer is going to run away. But like, really, I mean, if you were on the ground from your cheese stand, nobody would hear you. No. No. T Bone gave us
3: the biggest tip. He said, instead of like, you know, if you're going to eat Cheetos in the stand, open them up and then put them in a Ziploc bag. It's less crinkly. It's actually kind of gross because like all my food I carry in the stand with me,
4: it doesn't matter if it's a sandwich or beef jerky or whatever. I take it out of the original bag and just combine it all loose. One big one gallon bowl. bag, yeah, <laughs> one big bag. So it's like when you reach in there, you never know what you are gonna grab. Oh, it's like he's a taco like, in a bag, man. he's though. got, he's
1: got like, a fifty five gallon bag with him. Yeah,
4: <laughs> I, I do. I just harry I just bring a bucket up and hang it in my stand. It's on
5: like pulleys and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the,
3: oh, it's um, snakes this time.
4: Well, it was, it was oh, funny anyway. <laughs> when, when I was when I was in Kansas. That was like the joke because movement was pretty slow, and the buddy that I was with, you know, like you got out there an hour before light and. Mm -hmm. You know, we had breakfast in the morning and then I would text them and be like thirty, first sandwich gone. (laughs) Nine thirty, second sandwich gone noon i'm out of food <laughs> yeah i gotta get down to get like, like food. seven I, I more planned, hours to sit yeah and i had planned for food for the whole day and by noon like my entire lunch like oh. food for the day was gone because you get so oh. bored you just it think
1: about, just, you're like eat. oh i can eat something yeah, you need to get
3: yeah. a thermos with like a big thing of, like soup or something and keep no, you I warm would, and all you know I'm what spill it everywhere it's like one of those things man like when you're super hungry like you have to eat that food like that's why i can't take food with me to the state because I'll, I'll sit in there in 10 minutes and for some reason it's the hungriest that i ever am I'm never more hungry than when I know I have food. Yeah. You know what I mean?
4: And, and you know, it's like just sitting in your bag, like, dude, like, just eating. Like talking just, yeah, to you, like, hey,
1: it. you come over here, yeah. take a little bit. And your
4: body, like, your mind's tuning like, dude, just, just eat the sandwich. You know well, you want let's it. Let's transition, like, no, I shall wait. we? Yeah.
1: I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, segue so, I'm
4: sorry, I'm so hungry. Let's dude, get off excited. It is, It's getting to that point <laughs> where, like, I'm, it, like this may turn into a Snickers commercial because like I'm starting to get hangry. I'm start, angry. I'm, I'm starting, a bit. starting to get hangry <laughs> hangry. A little
5: bit. You're going to we're planning a trip to Alaska. Mm-hmm. Tell us why and uh, how that is to plan for an Alaskan trip because
4: yeah. So um, I don't know. It was probably about three years ago. Anyway, it's weird because you know growing up in Wisconsin, like all I've ever known is whitetails. Mm-hmm. You know, and then mm-hmm. I actually didn't even mm-hmm. think about like elk hunting or doing anything other than the whitetails because it's like that's all I knew. Right. So, you know, a couple years ago I started going out west and, you know, that just, I mean, it exposes you to, like, holy crap, like there's a whole new level of hunting, you know, outside of hunting whitetails, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, it actually, it was just, it was weird. It was like one night I was, I think I was watching a TV show, a hunting show, and they were in Alaska. And, uh, you know, part of it was, like, You know, I always thought like there's there's no way I could do that. There's no way I can afford that. You know, like everything's Mm. so expensive to go to Alaska or whatever. And I'm like, ah, hell with it. So I actually started looking at it, and yeah, I mean, a guided you know Yukon moose hunt. There is no way I can afford twenty five thousand. Yeah, I mean that's that's I mean that's a big boy hunt, right? But then I started looking at like do it yourself, and like first of all, I I even know a non resident could hunt. I didn't do a do it yourself hunt in Alaska, and you there are species you can. So I just started looking into it, and I partnered. Um, there's actually a guy, it's a pristine ventures in a Fairbanks and that's his job is he's a hunt planner. Mm-hmm. So he basically like makes it a reality. So I reached out to him and uh, his name's Larry Bartlett and, uh, um, I just started talking to him and he's like, yeah, man, like this is, this is what you're looking at. I'm like, holy crap. Like that's totally doable. Doable. Yeah. So two years ago I started planning, you know, and saving and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, the hunt's uh, September, we leave September 10th. And the hunt actually starts September twelfth, and uh, yep. So we'll be floating for fifteen days, and <laughs> yep. for a count fifteen a moose. days, mm-hmm. a fifteen day float. Mm-hmm. That's insane. So yep. You
5: can. What's your main concern
4: going in at this point right now? Um, I mean it's uh, I you know it's not even the grizzly bears because I mean it's like it's like Wisconsin, like they're there. You know the black bears, like you're gonna run into them. Oh you yeah, eventually but just, you're like, going to. I mean, I guess the big thing is is, you know, just, it's Alaska. Like, you never know what's what you're going to hit. So it's kind of like, you know, I'm one of those guys, too, where, like, I don't ever, ever not want to be prepared. Yeah. So, like, I'm an overpacker. I'm an overprepared uh-huh. But just, like, getting there and then having to be resourceful. You know, right, like, if right. something exactly. happens, I'm like, crap, what do I do? You know, like, am I going to be able to figure it out? Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, what if... You know, you puncture a hole in your raft or something like that because they're all inflatable rafts. Mm-hmm. Do you have a it's backup
5: like, or what do you do in that? No, case? it's you like gotta you got to patch. patch the hole. It's yep. like, well, what
4: if I can't right. patch the hole? Then what do I do? You know what I mean? It's just like, that's like my concern is am I going to, is something going to happen that I won't be able to figure it something out? Something way out like of your that, control. That's on
1: any trip, though. You always have it that is. in the back of your mind. You it know, is. know, like, what if? Like right. Yeah,
4: exactly.
3: <laughs> but I mean, the
4: only difference is, is you know, like if you're in the mountains in Montana or whatever. You can hike out and have somebody help you. Where you right. know, we'll be 300 miles from the nearest town, Man. Right. on a no name river. That, that is insane. Sounds so. like Wisconsin,
3: <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Alaska is not your place, no, no, no not at all. No, they, they, they have like big wolves and big furry tractors, yeah. So. And 300 miles, I don't think a golf cart's gonna make it 300 <laughs> no. miles. <south. laughs> no,
4: and I can only bring like 20 pounds of food. So, what yeah. that's like breakfast, that's a day's meal. <laughs> what are you yeah. talking about? You're gonna be 14 but. days yeah no and, and it's funny because it seems like it's kind of like uh like if you watch like like hunting shows on t v nowadays and stuff it's like that's kind of like the message that a lot of like you look at Jim Shockey right, mm-hmm. so he's really promoting the fact like whether you hunt or not like that hunter instinct is in every person yeah it's just absolutely. whether you tap into it or not yeah and so like when I started thinking about Alaska I legitimately mean, was like laying in bed one night and it's like you know all I've ever done is white tail hunted, mm-hmm. and it's like I feel like. I love whitetail hunting. I mean, that's still my passion, you know, yeah. but it's like, I feel like I'm meant for something more, you know, like I'm huge into working out and stuff like that. And it's like, I do all of this work to like be fit and in shape and stuff. To and prepare it's prepare like,
1: yourself right, for something
4: to go sit in a st- tree stand for 10 hours. Yeah, right. You right. know what right. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm just like, I'm meant for more, you know, like I was just like thriving for an adventure. Yeah. So that's, I started looking into it and I'm like, Holy crap, like I'm doing it. And it was weird. Cause it literally was two years ago. That I started planning for it. And then now, legitimately, like I just finalized my hunt plan like two it's weeks happening. ago and had to put deposit down on bush flights and stuff. I'm Man. like, holy crap, this Ugh. is like it's real.
3: real. It's, it's like real. playing at yeah. a wedding. All of a sudden, you're like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. No, I definitely <laughs> want to do this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so yeah. it's the opposite of a wedding. Yeah. Huh? So, <laughs> so
5: you're flying in on a bush plane yep. and you have a, how long, how long a float? Uh, it's 100
4: miles. Oh, my yeah, 100 miles from drop-off to pick-up is 100 miles. So what's oh, your boy. goal as mo- a moose? That's the primary species will be a moose. Um, and to be – this is going to sound completely, like, insane, but – Like, I'm not even going for, like, the hunt. I mean, chances of me killing a moose are, like, slim to none. One, I mean, I've never been moose hunting. I don't know what the heck to do. I don't know how to call a moose. Uh I've actually, I mean, I walk around my house practicing, and my (laughs) girlfriend thinks I'm a complete idiot. (laughs) (laughs) You know? I ask her, I'm like, does this sound like a moose? She's like, I've never heard a moose. How do I know what it sounds like? It doesn't sound
3: like Rocky. (laughs) Or <laughs> Which one was the moose? Was it Rocky or Bullwinkle? Uh, oh, I wish I would have got that reference right. That wouldn't have brought the podcast to Di- screechy Di- Dynamite drop in Steve. Steve's on a roll. <laughs> <He is>. Dynamite <laughs> drop in Steve. But but
4: yeah, no. So it's you know it's just the adventure, and actually, um, you know, Josh Preisner with Bluegus Visual is going to be with me, and he's going to document the whole trip. And that's going to be really. You know, obviously, we're going to be using some of the material for you know HHA purposes. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. You know, it kind of um, you know one thing that we have coming up here is a is an HHA brand video and it's just kind of a you know who we are video mm-hmm. so you know that's just it. kind of I, I kind of feel like it's just kind of appropriate like the fact that you know 17 we have this brand video and i'm going to alaska because i mean that that's is who you are that is who i am man. right and that's H yeah. you know that's kind of who hha is too so Dude, that's gonna be awesome I, yeah. I hope you get one man because that's my I, dream I, I i do but at the same time i'd be okay if i don't because you gotta pack all that back yeah i mean dropping a, oh, yeah. a full-grown bull moose i mean you're looking at a six to eight hour but think, job job and that's 800 pounds of meat that i have to float out with me so
5: but think about it though like that experience man <laughs> oh, no, like, awesome. what, what percentage of hunters have had that experience it's very very slim right and i don't know slim that's a a, that's the ultimate experience mm. and and people that don't hunt you tell them about your story. Yeah, I went in 100-mile float, shot this animal, packed
4: out 800 pounds of meat. Yeah. It took me this many days. and
1: They would think you you're know. nuts.
4: Well, and and a and hunt like that, I mean, I mean, and, and not taken away from any hunt, whether it's a white tail hunt or whatever. But, I mean, that just is like, I mean, again, that just taps into, like, the inner. I mean, that's what,
3: like, our ancestors did, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. They rivers I mean and, have, have you ever done a hunt like this where, like, you don't go home at the end of the night? Like, you're... Basically still out in the wilderness, you know, obviously with like a tent or something, but like, have you ever done anything like this? Not to this extreme. And I've done, you know, elk trips and backcountry trips, which, you know, are similar. And it's
4: still, you know, the. the Off the grid type thing. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've done some off the grid stuff, but nothing where I'm, you know, you have no contact with anybody and, you know, if.
1: When Steve goes down to three g he's, he's scared. he's nervous. I can't check my Snapchat.
3: <laughs> there's, there, there's certain tree stands I won't go in because I don't get good reception. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I couldn't imagine. You know, but it's that it's that yeah, that primal like you're talking about. You know, you get away from everything. It's just surreal. Like, I mean, it's like literally, I mean,
1: it'll put, it'll, I think it'll put everything in perspective of like, you know. Well, and I feel like, too, I mean, like,
4: yeah, I mean, we can all sit here, too, I mean, after and reflect back on our whitetail season and be mm-hmm. like, what did we learn this year, right? Mm-hmm. But like, okay, so that's what we learned about whitetail hunting. But yet, I feel like to really grow and ex- expand as an actual like hunter, you got to go out and do new things, right? So, Absolutely. I mean, that's one mm-hmm. thing. You know, every time I come home after being out west, it's like, God, I, I learned more. And that week that I have in an entire season, you know, whitetail hunting. And so now, I mean, this is just one step further. Like, yeah, I can
5: imagine being like going to Alaska, being a completely foreign area, and just like, I mean, it'll eat you alive if you let it. Well, and that's, you I know?
4: mean, I mean, there's the like the Kiefer brothers, you know, they coined the term that, you know, Alaska doesn't ask you to leave, it tells you to leave. Right. And mm. I mean, at first I was like, that's really like kind of a cheesy saying. But at the same time, it's like, it's, if you actually it's think legit. About it, yeah. I mean, Middle of September, I mean, it could be 80 degrees or you could have six feet of snow falling. You know, you just never know. Yeah. And, uh, but again, I mean, that's all, I mean, that's kind of the excitement of it, you know. It's like a how, whole different you, country up there. Yeah. Well, then how do you plan for that, too? You know right. What I mean? you like, can't. We're only allowed 80 pounds of personal gear, which seems like a lot. But when you factor 20 to 30 pounds, of that is food. So now you only have 50 pounds of hunting gear that you can carry with you. Right. So how do you pick and choose? It's like
1: light, lightweight stuff to, cold yeah. weather so i imagine
4: a month before you do this trip your house is going to be a mess with just stuff it is, all it is already but <laughs> well, i actually know because you guys were there so i had to pick up for you but <laughs> just house, for us but, yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but, man but I don't, no it'll it'll I, my my main goal is i mean obviously i want everybody to come home safe and you know i right. hope we have a few cuts and bruises to tell some good stories yeah you need right a now, good scar story yeah i hope you know. hope we come back safe and you know, when that bush plane picks us up on, you know, day fifteen yeah. I can look back and be like, all right. And you
1: know those fifteen days are gonna seem like a year or two. Oh
4: yeah. They're gonna be long
1: days and yeah. long nights, but man, that's I mean it's experience.
5: You know I that going in, in man. Now, yeah. You're prepared, you're in shape, you're working out and you're you know your your equipment. Yeah. It's kinda just like you're there for that you're not there to be comfortable.
4: No. No. I mean it's And
1: that's you know, why you're doing it.
4: Right. Yeah. You know, just kinda take you out of your norm and, you know do something different and uh you know i hope josh can get some really really good footage and you know photos and Mm -hmm. you know 20 years from now when i'm you know not as agile and in shape as i used to be i can look at those photos and be like damn like yeah that was awesome you know like oh remember that and and actually there is a pretty decent portage on the float where we do have to carry stuff over a mountain so i mean that'll be wicked but it should be pretty (laughs) epic yeah hopefully you know this time next year we can sit here and i can be like that was it's either going to be like the coolest, most epic trip I've ever done, or it's just going to be a really, really expensive, crappy camping trip. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, would you, like, what would you do?
3: Like, let's let's say this hypothetical. You get dropped off, and like your first day of hunting that you can hunt, and you just knock a... Big old Yukon yeah. moose down. Like, what are you going to do? I'm going to eat moose all day. And you're just going <laughs> to hang out for 14 days in yep. the wilderness? Yeah, that'd be yep. kind of cool. Actually. You'd have
5: to. That'd be part of yeah. the of the would be kind of neat. Would it, though? Would you want that to happen? Or would you, like, I want to suffer for, like, five days straight and just mm-hmm. you honest, make it worth it?
3: Yeah,
4: I mean, to be honest. And, and that's one thing, like, Larry told me. He's like, uh, you know, actually, he, he said, hold off shooting a moose on your first day. He's like, because, one, you don't know what water conditions are going to be like. Yeah. So, I mean, if you you know, three and a half miles downstream and there's no water in the stream. And you got to drag all your crap across rocks and stuff. Right. So you don't want to be dragging 600 pounds of meat. Exactly. Right. So, yeah, I don't, I mean, obviously, I mean, I'm an opportunist, opportunistic person. So, I mean, if one if one's there and it's illegal, I I'd mean, have to shoot it, man. Yeah.
5: I'd have to shoot it. Too much planning, too much you time.
4: Can, you can always call for an earlier pickup. Oh, you yeah. can? Yeah. yeah. Well, oh. I mean, if if there's a spot from the land, yeah. Like, yeah, come get me.
1: Yep. <laughs> I, I We're done. Them. Tell him to turn around. I just shot one. Just come right back. <laughs> yeah. you can,
4: can you
5: hunt well, I, I don't know if you know yet or whatever. I don't think you can maybe not Alaska. Can it, you hunt the same day you fly? No, no I think Alaska think so. you no, can.
4: You have to wait twenty four hours. Okay. Yep. That's what I figured. But uh
3: That's not yeah. saying the first day that you can't. Yep. Hunt. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so
4: we uh we leave we leave Wisconsin the tenth, we fly into the river on the twelfth, so then we technically can't hunt till the thirteenth. Gotcha. Man. So technically I guess it's I mean, we'll be there 15, but it's technically only. I think it's actually 12 days of actual hunting because. Hunting. What the can you kill? Can you are you going to try and go after anything but a moose, or is it moose only? Um, where we're going is primarily going to be moose, mm-hmm. but um, like we can get black bear and wolf tags too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I'll probably get a wolf tag. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't really. I mean, black bears are cool, but at the same time, like they're here. Yeah, I can. Yeah, they're sleeping so, right outside the door here. Yep. but um, you know the interesting about Alaska though is like they view black bears and wolves as nuisance, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like, I mean, it's like killing coyotes in Wisconsin, right? Like, yeah. You know, and the one thing that's that's pretty wicked about Alaska is that their uh, their wanton waste laws are like super super strict. So like when you drop a moose, you literally have to take every ounce of edible meat. So from mm. I mean the flank to the rib cage to the neck meat to the brisket, everything. Like, basically, the way they describe it is that when you're all said and done. <laughs> an eagle should not be able to land on the carcass and pick anything off of it if it's edible meat. So, I mean, that's it's pretty cool, to, actually. To be yeah. honest, like going back to your first question, that's actually my biggest concern. Because, I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean, I, I want to abide by all the regulations. That's what's going to
1: be nice about having that guy with you, though, too. He kind of knows what he's doing, right? What's that? The guy that's coming with you.
4: Nobody's been on. The that's trip just before. the guy who helped
1: him oh. set it up. Yeah. So oh, he's, he's just a planner. Yeah. Yeah, he's, no, he's, the <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: he's a matchmaker. Okay. He's a matchmaker. He doesn't go on the date. No, <laughs> he, just, he just sets you up on. It and, yeah, send,
5: but uh, send you on your way.
4: But no, that's that's actually my biggest concern. Is I mean, breaking down a white tail. I mean, I can do that with my eyes closed, but you know, dealing with a bull moose. thats it's like a, a big deer, man.
5: I think you'd be, once you get going, you'll. Well, I mean, the
4: th- I mean, think you just take your time and be diligent and, yeah. you know, you go over it once, go over it
3: again, go over it a third time.
5: And, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you miss a little bit, I'll cut a little bit more off, yep. throw it in the, you know, be in the burger pile and do yep. whatever or whatever. Yep. Yep.
3: That does got to be a scary moment, you know, and not just because I'm terrified of wolves, but, like, if you're, if you're <laughs> in the dark and, like, this. you know, you're, you're, you, come you're back. you know, you're, because it's going to take a while to, you know break that moose down i mean you know you're sitting there in the dark and it's dark yep. out there you know you're yeah what do you do camp next to it if you have to or do you would you have some to guys
4: bail do off? some guys do probably i mean it's all situational but mm-hmm. i mean i guess i mean it, I, it all depends i mean if it's cold enough you can probably let it lay there and take care of it the next day or yeah. mm-hmm. take care of that night but i was thinking like for grizzlies if you know It'd be, be safe to camp next to the carcass or some i mean some guys do just to protect it yeah and they'll stay up all night and just watch it but i i probably won't do that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i, I mean I, I mean, like if we're gonna break it down like in the evening or something like that you just build a big fire and just you know one man you know two of you can work together and then one guy just kind of keeps the nut because they actually will be three of us um two hunters and then josh photography uh, and so yeah you know you have one guy dude it'd be so cool to have a, a, a moose kill on film yeah it'll be pretty epic
5: even then, though, I like, imagine the,
4: the struggle is going to make for
5: make for uh, really awesome footage, I'm yeah. sure.
4: Well, it'll just be, I mean, it'll just be fun.
5: Oh, so yeah. I think you'll have fun. an awesome time and uh, you'll be miserable for sure, no doubt. <laughs> but
4: I hope you kill one, man. That would be awesome. It would be, it would be pretty sweet. It's but but hunting, so I'm, man? yeah, it's so, um, that's kind of the cool thing, too, is you can do any weapon. Um, so obviously, I mean, I'm going to try my best to kill one with a bow, obviously, being an archery company. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I mean, if there's a big one standing out there at 100 yards, he's he's gonna get a 300 short meg. Yeah, <laughs> you might have to do what you gotta do. Yeah, yeah, a do little editing. Yeah. Well, I mean, the other thing is too is, I mean, I mean, just think about the meat. I mean, I mean, that's 600 pounds of meat. To, I mean,
1: you have to get another freezer.
4: I, yeah, yeah, for sure. That'll be a good problem to have. Right. But uh, I mean, that's, I mean, the rack and stuff is cool, but man, moose meat that would just. Oh, Gotta okay. have
5: that rack go above the fireplace, man. Yeah, I know. it's gonna look good. Yeah, I hope you do get one. Hang a bunch of Christmas
3: lights from it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> bunch of hats. You know, you know, it's really, uh, really funny about, um, you know, we're talking about like lack of technology, you know, where like you're not, you don't have like no cell phone service, you know, no like technology to reach out to like, you know, everybody else, but yet you're using the latest and greatest technology on like your bow and sight and things <laughs> like that. It's it's kind of funny, you know, like where it's, it's acceptable too. It's just, yeah, that's interesting.
4: Well, it's funny, too, because, I mean, like, I mean, obviously, like, I mean, Alaska is nothing you mess with. So, yeah, yeah I mean, obviously, you bring the, you know, the highest quality gear that you can afford. Yeah. But mm-hmm. even still, like, you can still be screwed, you know? Yeah, trouble. Like,
1: you can get in trouble real fast. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I
4: mean, And it's, and it's you know, it's one thing, like, I mean, I've read a ton of books and stuff. But it's, like, how, how fast you can go from, you know, having an awesome time and then literally, like, one wrong move in – like mm-hmm. you're, you're screwed. screwed
5: yeah you're screwed it's an intimidating place man
4: you know, the the pucker factor is right
5: well let's can we transition into maybe what is next with
4: hha yep so um 2017 is uh it's a pretty exciting year um we uh you know we, we do have uh you know some new products coming out one you know a lot of people won't be surprised about so one of the new products will be a multiple pin site so Mm -hmm. you know kind of the new trend is uh you know a lot of people are switching from multiple pins to a single pin but then a lot of people are also putting multiple pin heads on adjustable bodies so Mm -hmm. you're just extending your aging especially like the guys out west and stuff i mean that was one thing you know, I never really realized it's like guys out West are legitimately getting like hundred to 120 yards out of their setups. Like, yeah. it's and, and, they, and they, I mean, they like a 60 yard shot is like average for them. Yeah. And, uh, um, right. you know, we've never really, you know, the, the West is a market that, uh, it's kind of owned by a couple of our competitors mm-hmm. and they do a great job out there. But, you know, that's one, one area that we could definitely expand in. So having a multiple pin head on our, on our site bodies should help us, go out there mm-hmm. but uh so yeah so we'll have a three pin um adjustable so you'll be able the the optimizer light ultra and kingpin will all be available with a three pin head on it um and then um they'll uh the the housing itself will have some upgrades and just kind of a newer cooler look to it mm-hmm. um but then uh so yeah so that's we're pretty excited about that one but again you know that's something that i think a lot of people won't be too surprised about um because I mean, everybody's doing it, and right. you know, some a lot of people are asking for and, right, yeah. right. But then um, we actually are getting into it's actually a category that HHA has been in before um, several years ago, and um, was somewhat successful in it. But at the time, the category was pretty. I mean, it was dominated, and mm-hmm. it was uh, it was right at a time where um, it, the the technology was pretty new and not a lot of people were jumping on board. So I guess what I'm referring to is the drop away rest market. Yeah. Um, so HHA did have a follow away rest, you know, 10 years ago or so. Yeah. And, uh, it was actually called the dart rest and, um, it was just a lizard tongue design and, you know, it was like a trophy taker, yep. you know, looking rest mm-hmm. and it, it did okay. But obviously since it didn't stay in a line lineup, it wasn't anything that was too crazy. So we are getting back into the rest market with a new rest. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so we're pretty pretty excited about that i mean it's there's some really big players in the rest market, yeah. and they do an awesome job, but you know if you know we're trying to expand i mean you can only sell so many sites to, right. to grow for and sure so you have yeah. to kind of start expanding into new areas so so the rest is uh, you know that's where we put a lot of focus for two thousand and seventeen and um you know I'm the fingers and hopefully everybody likes it mm-hmm. and, you know hopefully you know our reputation for single pin sites kind of flows over into the multiple pin as well as the rest market
5: yeah so. well i'd have to i mean people know people that already shoot hha are they're going to be looking especially when that mm-hmm. that rest comes out it's like well what's what's this yep i are gonna check it
1: out absolutely uh, you yep. know i guess
5: it'd be the only difficult thing is branched into someone who doesn't already have the product but i think once you prove it right. i think it'll be a great idea and i think yep. it'll definitely get, get moving real
2: Go well, ahead, Mark. The, well, if it's anything else like your sights, it's going to be top-notch quality, solid. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be built right. So, of course, it's going to be good stuff, I'm sure. yeah and can I mean, see it.
4: And that is one thing, um, you know, that whether it's a, a rest, a sight, whatever, um, you know, and even, like, with the multiple pin, like, I mean, we've tried to come up with a multiple pin actually a couple different times, but the end product, it never was, like, 100%. And that's one thing, I mean, no matter what it is, if, if we're not happy with it, we're not going to introduce it. Yeah. Cause and, you can't get,
5: you can't be passionate about it if you're, well, happy. yeah.
4: I mean, if we're not excited about it, how can we expect other people to be excited about it? So, yeah. um, you know, that I'm very, very happy with how the rest turned out and Brian, one of the owners, he was, I mean, he designed that thing from start to finish and he did a, a freaking awesome job. And, um, I mean, it's, it's a great looking rest. Um, it, it. It'll l it looks similar to, you know, some of the competitors out there, but you know, again, it has the HHA name, has the HHA warranty, has the H H A quality. Mm-hmm. But um Scott. We're getting yelled at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm going to go to church. Okay. <laughs> and to right
5: <laughs> Live podcast problems. Yeah, awesome. This is a an unscripted oh, podcast. Right. Welcome to the she working class bow. Oh, it's very
3: nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> uh, nice to meet you. <laughs>
5: Okay. <laughs> live recording with the working class bow hunter anything can happen here yeah. On yeah. The show. you never
3: know that's that, that's what happens when uh
4: non-edited show <laughs> yeah,
3: when the uh, when the whole operation is is in a house i mean that's that it happens, happens. you, you, you happens. never
4: you just never know i mean that's that's kind of one of the joys of working at hha you just yeah. you never know what's gonna happen it's god <laughs> i'm
5: going to church yeah okay yeah,
4: she, she needs it so. <laughs> say a prayer for us please yeah uh, yeah
3: it's it's the charm. I mean, you know, again, you know, we've talked about it on previous episodes, but it's like the family, you know, everything's like uh, crafted with, you know, it's it just the family touch, the family touch, and you know, it's just when you're gonna buy a product like this, you know, like uh, with the new rest that's coming out, you know, like Mark said, you know, it's gonna be top quality. If it's anything <laughs> like the sights, you know, all made here in Wisconsin, I, it's just yeah. I
4: actually, I, I was I, just I was just thinking, I kind of wish Arlene was my mom so I could have like. Totally went like,
3: Mom, a yeah. meatloaf. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> doing <laughs> Shut a podcast up! Podcast my friend's mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How
4: many times have I told you to stay out of my room? <laughs> it's but yeah, old... but and it's funny. Cause I mean, like Arlene. I mean, like I mean she's the glue behind HJ. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean and you know the fact that i mean she just met you guys sweetest oh, lady like, oh, okay. oh, she's yeah. awesome yeah i mean like to her i mean you're part of the family now she's already you know? giving us crap
1: about stuff it's oh, awesome yeah. oh yeah she's <laughs> like steve needs more cookies <laughs> yeah.
5: Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah i couldn't so. tell she was being sarcastic but i took her for serious and yes she was right I
4: you never cookies. you never know that i mean she's <laughs> that, that woman
3: she, you just never know what
1: she's, she's doing living stuff. life man it's awesome oh, she
4: is but um so yeah anyways back to the the rest um so that, that'll be our big I mean, that'll be our big stick for, for yeah. two thousand seventeen. Can't wait and, to see this thing. Yeah. I know I'm excited. I think it'll be awesome. You know, we'll, I mean
5: we'll we'll put it to work and tell work everyone about it. Heck, mm-hmm. yeah.
4: Yep. Well and that's I mean, just kind of, you know, tying the whole thing together with like Alaska and like the rest and the site and um you know, just HHA in general. 2017 is just it's going to be we kind of we're kind of coining it and you'll see it like in our um you know social media posts and like in our catalogs um you know we're coining 2017 as like new beginnings Mm -hmm. and and it's not just because you know we're coming with an arrow rest and getting into a new market Mm -hmm. but it's just as a company there's a lot of new things happening so like between um you know doing a lot more marketing and promotion with social media and kind of like the content that we're using and um, there's just a lot of news, So it, it's going to be a very exciting year. And, it's going to be um, a big year. Hopefully. A big in- I yeah. hope so. Yeah, oh, I hope so. So it'll be fun regardless. I mean, it's always yeah. fun having new exciting stuff. And mm-hmm. it just kind of helps, like, you know, from a marketing standpoint. So like Chris and I, too. I mean, it just kind of helps, re- you know, rejuvenate the creative juices. Yeah. You know, because oh, absolutely. when you – I mean, when you – keep marketing a site it's like all right it's a site it's a site it's a site but now that we have something new it's like man we should try this we should try that you know Mm -hmm. what if we did this and so many more opportunities yep and like you'll see uh you know a lot of people will probably be surprised and i mean i was kind of shocked like i mean even the rest logo so like the monster green like on the package that we have Mm -hmm. sitting here Mm -hmm. that's always been our color but now actually the rest will not have any green so oh it's really? Gonna, yeah, it's going to have a new color to the logo, so which is
1: Ooh.
3: yeah. I mean, that's Ooh. huge. That, that's big. So
1: little secret.
3: Yeah.
1: Instead of monster
3: green, it's John Deere green. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know.
1: Steve's full of it. I, I just weekend. had to, I had
3: to do it because I could not let a podcast go without having a drop. Oh, I already did that. Yeah. Bo- oh man, I forgot that. That one, actually, that wasn't too bad. Okay, thank but, you. Well, you Mark
5: have. shakes his head. Yeah. Mark yeah. says, good thing I don't have a mic permanently on this <laughs> Exactly.
4: Boy. M- Mark again, he's just like, why did I come up here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck in Wisconsin <laughs> so with you, Steve again for another yeah. night. We're like, get
1: snowed you, in tomorrow, so he has to spend exactly, another night. Exactly, we got
4: to hang out here. He's like, I better get a good steak dinner out of this. <laughs> so far, this trip has not been worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I need a whiskey. Yeah. What? He's like, all I got was two sight lights and this. Yeah. <laughs> sucks. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, oh man but yeah i think that'll be exciting i think yep, you know it should it, it should be so and obviously i mean we're going to put a lot of emphasis you know on working and promoting the rest and stuff like mm, that so yeah it'll be it'll be exciting
5: it'll be a big year i think you know with the the sights and the single pin it's just a it's going to continue to grow people mm-hmm. are kind of realizing you know the benefit of a clear sight picture and just extending their range a bit and I I don't know if it's because I'm involved in it, but I feel or involved in it more and more and more with archery and like becoming obsessed with like accuracy. But I feel like people like the hunting community, bow hunting community as a whole, is kind of getting more obsessed with being accurate when they mm-hmm. practice, not just shooting for the general area on a 3D target. Right. You know, people are they're shooting picking for a spot and going for that. Yeah, cool. people are shooting for 10 and 12 rings and trying to be more accurate, or
1: even the 14 ring that comes yeah. up a lot more than
5: get a little risky but (laughs) i don't know do you guys feel that way that it's kind of like a growing thing people coming obsessed with accuracy or
2: i do i think it's important that you know these guys with these you can every yard you can one every single yard the dial sites the guys that are making this new equipment and um you know just makes us better hunters how many you know when you had five pins how many times did you try to shoot 33 yards you know yeah. you can't yeah. dial your old sight right to 33 yards yeah. so i That's think that the, the companies that are making the you know upgrading the equipment and you know is is making everybody better it makes you want to you know grow and get better yeah so.
5: especially if you have something you know a sight or a rest or whatever it may be that has these certain features and adjustments and capabilities mm-hmm. you know you want to learn about your gear and then utilize it as best To whatever application you're using it for, otherwise, what's
4: the point? Well, I think too. I mean, like, I mean, again, I mean, if you just kind of look at like the trend, like, you know, like you take like you know the Cameron Haynes and like stuff like that, where you know the work harder and you know, you know, be your best like type of mentality. Yeah, I think that's kind of you know coming out more and more. But I think a lot of that too is is like when you look at the gear that's available nowadays. You know, it's definitely precision based and mm-hmm. i mean why wouldn't you i mean it's it's most certainly true with like i mean you look at firearms right mm. i mean you, like people are always wanting to extend the range and be more accurate so yep. i mean it's it's the same thing with archery and i mean i guess it's you can't really prove it that you know single pins are more accurate but i mean it's just like the mentality like mm-hmm. so you have one focal point you know you, you're, mm-hmm. your your sight picture isn't clouded and yep. i mean even though we do have you know, we are going to have a multiple pin adjustable. Mm-hmm. It's still, you have three pins, you know, rather than five and stuff. And then if you need to extend your range, you still can. Right. Yeah. So, yep. so like, and that's one thing, um, you know, a lot of people may not know is like, you know, when you do shoot a multiple pin adjustable sight, like, you know, you can do 25, 30 or 25, 35, 45, 20, 30, 40, whatever you want to do with your three pins. Mm-hmm. And then. Once you need past that, you just use your bottom pin and then adjust your, you know, use your dial or your slide or whatever, yeah. and then you have it all marked out on your slide. So, I mean, it, again, it it's extending your range, but yet, you know, if you're hesitant about going to a 3-pin, now you kind of, I mean, you kind of get the best of both worlds. But, yeah. I I mean, for me, I mean, I'm going to have a hard time adjusting to shooting a 3-pin again if I decide to go do, yeah. this, do, do the switch because, I mean, a, a, I truly think a single pin has somewhat saved my archery career i mean i when i was younger i struggled with target panic so bad and i always shot multiple pins Mm -hmm. but as soon as i switched to a single pin it like i mean it just it's less to think about and it's just it's just super easy yeah Yeah.
5: i agree i would completely agree i you know me shooting a single pin and uh a back tension style release has really changed a lot for me as far as like target panic mm -hmm. or um between the single pin and the back tension slowing down and thinking about your shot, and um, I like the I shoot the um, the hex. It's like a back tension and wrist style release, and mm-hmm. it slowed me down to, one, think about what you're doing, squeeze through your shot, anchor, and then the single pen is just like, you know you have one pen. And, you know, if, when I first started hunting, I'd get all my adrenaline rushing, I got three to five pens, whatever side I was using, and I shoot, and I'm like, oh, man, I don't even remember what pen I used. Yeah. It's like, like well, oh, I don't even remember. You know what I mean? You just, it gets cloudy. Well,
4: I, and it's funny because I think we could all legitimately like, like one where we've said that or mm-hmm. two, we know people that said it's like, well, what pin did you use? I don't yeah. even remember. Yep. Like you, know, you brought up a good point with like, you know, working on the release and stuff like that. You know, you're, you're, you know, squeezing your back muscles and stuff. Mm-hmm. When you have one pin, you can focus on that stuff where if you have, you know, a bunch of cluttered pins, you're not
5: counting down 20, 30. 40, yeah.
4: You're not focused on, all right, well, he's at, you know, Whatever it's you know the the target's at fifty five so now do I need to gap my pins or what do I do here or do mm. I take my sixty yard pin and aim low or do I take my forty yard pin and aim high what do I do yep but now I mean you know like all right turn the dial to fifty and now I can actually work on you know the push pull and yep. you know the release so
5: yep or he's at thirty three yards you know you're not shoot oh use your thirty yard pin but aim a little high but not too high mm-hmm. it, it's actually if you break it down it can be a lot more it can be simpler if you, if you think about it, yeah. you know, well, and, and I
4: mean, I think, I mean, I know I do for sure. Like I overcomplicate everything. Yeah, You know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. just like at some point you just got to stop thinking and just, you know, rely on your instincts from, mm-hmm. from practicing and all that stuff. So for
5: sure. And that comes with the experience too, yeah. like archery experience. And like we talk about the learning curve of bow hunting is huge mm-hmm. and it might not seem that big, but once you get more involved, like my first year of bow hunting to this season, bow hunting, you know it's crazy, but you're always learning something new. If you quit, if you think you quit learning anything while bow hunting or while doing archery, you're you yeah. might as well just reassess your situation because it's
4: not a good situation if right. you feel like you can't learn anymore. Well, and I feel like I mean I think we can all agree. Like I mean that's kind of the reason why we do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean I I feel like if you weren't constantly learning, I mean that almost takes the fun out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that kind of goes back like you know to the whole Alaska thing. Like you know I I know. I know exactly, like, you know, for th- the fall of 2017, when I go out whitetail hunting, I know exactly what my setup is. Yeah. But now that I'm going for a moose, I mean, that's a completely different... I mean, yeah. you're talking about different arrows, different broadheads, you know, different bow weights. Like, yeah. I, and, like, to be honest, I don't even, like, I have no clue what I'm doing as far as that goes. But yeah. that's all part of that that learning, you know, mm-hmm. and, and gaining more knowledge and messing around with stuff. And
5: Well, even when you start to feel confident, like, I know a guy that... I I saw a post he put up, and man, I'm really, I think he helped someone that he knows get a deer, like put him on a deer. Man, I'm really figuring this bow hunting thing out. Mm -hmm. Like he was getting a little cocky. I thought, I'm like, oh, that's kind of a weird thing to kind of say. And then, like, two weeks later, I get some messages from him. He'd shot a monster (laughs) and hit it in the shoulder. And never found it. Yeah, and I'm like, you, you know, you can't ever really figure
4: it out. I mean, to a point, you can. I mean, as you far can as
5: dial that, yourself close to put yourself in the right situations, but, but still, I mean, luck,
4: man. It's all yeah. luck.
2: Yeah, as soon as you start getting too big for your own britches, it'll humble you. Oh know? yeah, be, you
4: take it it will. A big I mean, piece of I've been pie. doing
2: it for 26 mm-hmm. years, and pie. every week I meet somebody that teaches me something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so.
5: Yeah, I've yeah, learned more through that. the I mean, I'm glad that we even started the podcast because I yeah. get to talk to oh, people that know, sure. actually know what the hell they're talking about. Right. <laughs> and, you know, like yeah. we get to learn from them and hear different theories and like, oh, right. you know, I've tried this or this is
4: what I think is happening. And right. it's crazy, you know. Well, and that's like to be honest, I mean, like the beauty with like social media, too. I mean, that's one thing. And we continue to put the emphasis like on social media is, you know, like our 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 customer response on like Facebook. I mean, I love reading the comments because Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, I mean, obviously people that know way more than I do and have been doing it longer than I am. So what better way to, I mean, yeah, we know sites, but you know, somebody else might know something that I don't. And you know, so it's, it's free information.
5: Yeah, it really is. It's, it's, I say it's a social media can be the best thing ever and it can be a very negative thing too. At the same time, nine times out of 10, it can be a really good thing Mm -hmm. when applied like for situations like that for, uh, just communication. Yeah. That you normally wouldn't be you know, you can't talk to someone from right. Alaska whenever you want. Now you can. Right. Like you can contact anyone about going on your trip and right. get some tips and some advice and this is what I would do. This is what I would do. And right. then
4: and, and that's one thing, I mean like here, I mean whether somebody calls in and has questions, I mean it's like I mean our we're always, always here to like answer questions for people. And it, I mean, send me an email, send anybody here an email and you're going to get a response and you know, you're going to get our honest opinion about stuff. And, or, I mean, yeah. on you know, whether it's Facebook or whatever, like, I mean, it's, that's, that's one thing I think that I enjoy the most is like when I get an email or phone call from something and they're like, Hey, you know, this is what this, you know, I just got this new bow and this is what I want to do. You know, what do you recommend? Stuff like that. Like, being able to help people is like, I mean, it's a good feeling that like, you know, we're kind of, you know, we're the, the, the single pin or the site experts, you know, quote, unquote, but, um, so it's always, it's just, that's, that's kind of the joy of being in this industry and doing, doing what we do is just helping people and and, and learning more, you know?
3: Yeah, definitely. Never stop learning. I mean, you know, the day you stop learning, you think you got it figured out. I mean, you know, you never know what you can miss or what can bring you joy next. You know what I mean? It's just like you said, you know, you're, you wanted to go on this Alaska hunt, so maybe now you know. Once you go on there, you're like, "Oh man, you know." Now I learned that you know. Maybe now I want to go hunting a wolf, you know, or something like that, because you you got to an experience after experiencing something else, and that, yeah, that's the beauty. Of, or learning kind of something that on. you
5: can apply for hunting whitetails yeah. here right. too, you know, and that's right. you know you can put it in your your bag of bow hunting knowledge and apply it probably really anywhere. Alaska can, you could use anything. Exactly. To learn in Alaska well, I mean, to go and anywhere. that's,
4: yeah, I mean, and that's, I mean, that's kind of that. I mean, the skills you acquire there, you could use anywhere. Plus, you know, I always kind of viewed, you know, you, like you think of like pioneers, like, you know, Tom Hoffman or like Jack Frost, like, mm-hmm. you know, the super slam guys, yep. yeah. like those guys have been icons, like since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like when you do an adventure hunt like that, like I almost feel like I have something in, with, in common with them now. Yeah. You know what I mean? where, before I was always just like I'm just a whitetail hunter. Are you and know? You're just like,
5: listening to their stories now? You can kind of relate well, to some of them. Yeah, you. and
4: I actually met him at a Pope and Young convention this year, and I was just like, you know, googly eyed, and you know, mm-hmm. couldn't couldn't talk, and yeah. you know, voice was screeching. And Jack Frost I, is dip. He has he's involved in everything, man. That yeah. guy does
5: a lot. Isn't he a professor as well? I have, I'm pretty sure he is. Like, and he's a member of like Boone and Crockett, Pope and Young, all these. Yeah, that dude has
4: accomplished more than like I will in ten lifetimes. Yeah, the, but I mean. I, like talking with them it's like i couldn't even relate because all i do is wait till hunt right mm-hmm, so right. now i mean i feel like <laughs> like doing and again just like <laughs> stepping outside of your comfort zone yeah like yeah now you just that almost brings like so many new areas for you to like relate to you know what i mean for so sure. like I think- like at a show i can like guy walks up and says yeah i went to i went to alaska this year and <sighs> shot this moose and be like oh man i i was there too you know and then before you know it, you're there for two hours cutting it up about your uh-huh. trips you know, and yeah. stuff. So,
3: yep. Think about uh, think about this. You know, you go do this fourteen day hunt or whatever. Think how easy it's going to be to do like an all day whitetail sit. Like after you get <laughs> yeah. done with that, it's like, yeah. oh man, can I really sit for three more hours? Uh yeah. Yes, I remember, can. I sat for yeah like, fourteen days in the bush. Yeah, right. I I s- for three I more s- hours, s- <laughs> slept on the ground for fifteen days. With <laughs> well, Scott, is there
0: anything some... we
4: missed? We're, uh, we're it's almost dinner time, boys. I, I can hear my stomach growling actually, but no, I mean. Like I said, you know, 2017 is going to be really exciting. And we're hoping, you know, with the new products that, uh, you know, we don't disappoint our customer base and they're excited as we are. And, you know, it's it's just always, you know, it's one thing like we say a lot, but it's like, you know, we truly, truly are thankful for like everybody that supported us, you know, whether it's partners or customers. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it does not go unnoticed. And, you know, I've, I think I said in the last podcast, like, you know, yeah, we, you know, HHA, like we hang our hat on a lot of things, but like, you know, people don't have to shoot our sites. So, right. I mean, the fact that we have such a huge customer base and, you know, such a huge support system, I mean, it's it's amazing. And, I mean, we love all of our all of our customers and HHA users. And, um, you know, and again, if, you know, anybody listening or whatever, if you have questions, call us, email us, whatever, get a hold of you guys or whatever. Yep. I mean, we're yep. always here. And, you know, again, just can't thank everybody enough for, for their support.
3: Yeah, check it out, com or com. I mean, find us all on social media. We're always happy to – you know, we, we love getting the emails. Hey, man, I just picked up my first HHA. You know, it's like – it's just one of those cool feelings. It's mm-hmm. like, you know.
4: Well, that's one thing, like, Kurt. Like, I mean, you'll mm-hmm. text me, you know, when
3: somebody – Gets an HHA
4: and sends it to you, or whatever. And then when yeah. you send it to me, I'm like, God, that is so freaking cool. It's right? awesome. Yeah. It's cool when they say I, that because yeah. then like, they like. Oh, well, I heard you guys us. talk
1: about it, and I went out and finally bought one, and I love this thing. And that's right. we love. I don't that send that them stuff.
5: over enough. I'm bad at it, and I told I, you that when I was talking. I'm like, man, I should be. I should have been sending these over from the beginning, but I'm just like, never thought. But well, it's it's, it's, it's refreshing it's, to see. It. Well, it's Absolutely. cool. Cause like
4: I said, like you know, whoever that person was, like they did not have when they went and bought that site. They had 20 other sites that they could have bought. The fact that they picked ours, I mean, that's. I mean, we appreciate it's it. Awesome, and, man! And it's we must be doing something right. So. <laughs> yeah, I think you guys are the best, man. I
5: love I love the company. You guys are all awesome. Everything about it. Thank you for everything you do for us. Yep. And uh, absolutely, we really appreciate it. And uh, we want to thank everyone for listening. You guys want to add anything real quick? Thanks Steve's for us come something up here. To add, don't you?
3: Let's go get food. <laughs> <Sounds good>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys.
5: We love you. Go shoot your bow.